You're listening to Code Chefs, the podcast for hungry developers. Buckle down and ready up. We're serving JavaScript, web design, soft skills, back-end development, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Vincent Tang and Herman Gamboa. Order up! Welcome to Code Chefs, the podcast for hungry web developers. I'm your host, Vincent Tang, and with me is German Gamboa. So today's topic is getting your first web development job and what it's like. So getting a new job period and just any any new field that you're not familiar with can be a difficult process. How do you get to that point where you're comfortable enough to go to recruiters, to companies, to say, hey, here's my products that I built out. Here's, here's who I am. How do you convince someone who's on the other end to, to hire you into their, into their company to actually deliver a product or, or, or a milestone or whatever? And... Today's topic, we're going to cover kind of like the four segments of what you do to get to your first job in web development, as well as what do you do when you're in your first job? What are the things you have to learn? What's like working at it? Things that you can improve down the road. I'm going to hand it off over to German, who's going to be talking more about his experiences and getting his first job and getting up to that point, as well as just kind of the after segments as well. Cool. Hi, guys. I guess we have to start from the very beginning, right? So why did I get interested in web development? For me, it was always a matter of I like programming in general, and I also like the freedom that comes with being a developer, right? Because you can actually work from home, and you can actually like maybe not have to work so much. Because I mean, I come from a, like a restaurant background, so the ones that are familiar with that would know how there's actually no working from home, and it's actually like a lot. It's actually really intense. So, Vincent, why did you do? Why did you? Why did you also get interested? Yeah, for me, your question. So. I wanted to start my own career actually before I was was working in web development. I was actually a kitchen designer, and it, it was fun just like going to different different restaurants, doing consulting, and figuring out like what sort of like layout they should have when they're first getting their restaurant built out. And I actually realized I had a more of a passion towards programming, and that this was actually way before I started my career in designing kitchens and restaurant consulting. And I wanted to have the luxury of working from home, from going anywhere at once, to having more creative mindset that gets more immediate feedback and delivering and value to different clients. So for me, it was just like a whole job career transition that I wanted to make. Uh, what did you do before your first job, German? First job, I was uh, actually a restaurant manager. So I was actually like fast food, right? So I was actually in charge of a Saxby's. I think I actually worked at worked that place from like the time I was like 19, no, like 18. To the time I was, uh, I want to say 22, 23-ish. I kind of lose track of time, but it, it was like five years. So I did that for five years. And that's what I actually did right up to before, just like before quitting and doing like the UCF coding bootcamp. Uh, how about you? I know you were mentioning that you actually were doing some kitchen design. Was that the, like the only thing you did or like what kind of led up through like the whole steps? Yeah, so so kind of leading up to, to that point, I started to have to, to to manage a lot of construction projects, and I started to automate some parts of my job with with Python scripting, and I started to use a lot of like third party tools to help facilitate this workflow, and I started to like run to roadblocks, and, like I needed something better, so I started to like actually build, start to actually write my own plugins to solve problems that I had at work, and and I just kind of got addicted from there. I released my first open source project, which is actually an Excel VBA script, believe it or not. And I wrote it for myself first and foremost, but I just open sourced it. I had like a thousand people use it. And this was for a company called Airtable, which is a really big like Google spreadsheet hybrid sort of application. 
I didn't have any boot camp experience before this, and I thought and considered about it, but I just went on YouTube, went on Udemy, went on Linda, whatever, whatever course software platform was out there, and just kind of learned from there. I guess, if, like, uh, German for you, like, what, what sort of material did you use when you were first learning how to do development in order to get your first job? So actually, the way I got started was the first thing I did was actually use uh, Free Code Camp. So I actually ended up watching a YouTube video one day a few years ago. I think it was by, his name was Engineer Truth, but then he changed the YouTuber has a different name. Now we're not going to talk about him. But he was interviewing that. He was actually interviewing the um, the guy that created Free Code Camp. And I was like, oh, cool. I can actually probably learn this. I use this to like reteach myself how to program. Because I was actually, I actually did a lot of programming growing up, but I had kind of stopped for a few years. So I actually started doing Free Code Camp. I kind of got addicted to it. I started doing that at all times. I may have started like actually like trying to teach myself at work. My work performance may have kind of dropped and I almost ended up getting myself fired. I ended up getting myself fired from my main job just because I was so focused on learning development. So, and then after that, I kind of had to stop again, right? I stopped for another few months until I realized, hey, this is what I want to do. So right up leading to that, I started watching more YouTube tutorials, a lot of Brad Traversy, uh, which actually puts out really good stuff. And there's other YouTubers, which I can't think of right now that actually... I watched a lot and I was actually just building stuff. I guess like the main thing that got me like into JavaScript was actually getting JavaScript was uh, Brad Traversy's Modern JavaScript course. And that's kind of like where all my beginning JavaScript knowledge came from, right? Um, Because especially when he goes into like how you can actually do cool stuff with like the DOM and actually like manipulate it with clean JavaScript. I was building out a lot of plain vanilla JavaScript applications. I actually took so long to get into frameworks because I was like, when do I actually need a framework? So I kept asking everybody. I actually didn't learn a framework till like almost right before getting a job. (laughs) Yeah, that that was actually like all my learning materials were kind of like mostly free. I think I only paid for like one or two courses. I like the one thing I actually used to actually learn CSS because I'm horrible at CSS was uh, Team Treehouse. They had a pretty decent CSS course. How about you, Vincent? Apart from like YouTube tutorials, like what did you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. since I didn't really have a coding bootcamp background, kind of had to figure out like what sort of curriculum do I have to take in order to actually learn web development. And there, I think the first thing I did was go on like Udemy and just or go on like Linda and looked at their recommended course list as well as like what GitHub had for like a recommended web developer, full stack developer uh, list of things that you need to know. So I kind of just outlined my own criteria, like my own curriculum in a sense. And what I did actually to learn a lot of this stuff is, you know, I use Brad Traversy, Traversy Media is a great tutor. I also use a lot of free code camp from Quincy Larson. And I've actually reached out to him a few times before for, for related content. I started to actually write content on the web for things that I couldn't find right away that would have been useful for me to learn if it were there. So I started actually contributing to Mozilla Developer Network documents. What's the kind of like the leading guide for anything JavaScript related or any technical specifications. I started to work on through, through, going through the whole free code camp co- curriculum. And uh, a lot of times there aren't solution sets out there for anyone to find. So I just started writing it out and putting it on their forms, which helped out other people. And when, when it came to like learning really JavaScript and like the deep down, like how everything works and like, like, how do you, uh, how does object prototypical inheritance work? How does closures work? How does all this other stuff work? I wanted to get a strong foundation in just JavaScript because you're going to need that on the front end regardless of what you do. You use it for the back end as well. I used a course from a ex-Googler named Gordon Jew. 
he's got a course called Practical JavaScript where he teaches more about like the clean code side of JavaScript and how you think about how to create something from scratch, how to think like a programmer. And that was a really good course for me to understand just like the up and comings of what it takes to actually solve problems and whatever flavor or, or framework you're using. So it doesn't really matter. And like you, like you, um, German, I didn't actually learn React straight away. I wanted to get comfortable with the basics and the essentials. And so I did other courses like JavaScript 30, just a slew of other courses out on the web to kind of get to that point. And for me, like when I learned CSS and JavaScript, I started to write extensions, like Chrome extensions for JavaScript, so using JavaScript. That's how I understood how things work. For CSS, I'd started writing my own note-taking themes for note-taking applications I was using. And that's kind of how I learned how CSS worked. But when it came down to like React or Angular Review, React was the first one I learned. I struggled for that for almost four months. I just went through like three Demi courses, still did not understand it. I went to a hackathon, started competing in those, and I had someone more senior kind of teach me the ropes. So... That, that's my experience, German. Um, for for you, German, like like when you started applying for your first job, what did you do to make yourself stand out? Ooh, so this was a funny one. So right after I finished the boot camp, I actually there was like this random job ad on the uh, under there's a there was a Slack for like the people that had just finished the boot camp, right? Or like people that and previous people that have finished the boot camp in Orlando, and there was this job post for Laravel and Vue. One thing about me is I really really like Vue. So I, that was like first my first framework I learned, and I learned over like the course of like six hours on a Saturday when I was doing the boot camp. I'm like, I should really learn a framework. Vue looks really simple, so I've always been a fan of it. I guess it's because the first thing I learned, I really have no preference. No, no real, real, no real like technical reason to prefer it, but that's what I just like it. So I actually replied to that, replied to that job post on the Slack on the job board, and I got like an email like an hour later saying, "Hey, go ahead and send me over your GitHub, and here's a couple questions." Then I actually get ended up getting interviewed like a week later. I actually that was not like my first interview. I had like other interviews going on at the same time, which I I massively failed at, and. That's kind of how I ended up getting that job. I actually did not know any PHP with Laravel. So I actually showed up to the interview saying, yeah, I know PHP, but I had never written a line of PHP before, which I had to do during the interview. Actually, my interview was was writing some, some like, like a little PHP coding challenge, which thankfully I was allowed to Google stuff. So I was really quickly Googling how to afford the PHP. Thankfully, I mean, they're all pretty similar, right? So what did you do to like stand out or how did you get your first job? Oh, by the way, I also, I also remember like when you were actually talking about like you were actually contributing to notes. Don't you have an example on Mozilla coding stuff? Yeah, yeah. On, on Mozilla Developer Network, there's actually yeah. some legacy JavaScript functions that some of the core examples are still are things that I wrote. <laughs> I know some of the worst code I've written to, so it's just it's just still up there. I think one is like how a turner ternary operator works, which is like if you have a conditional clause, you add like a question mark, and then if it's true, you put the first argument and put a colon, then like a false for the second argument. I think I wrote down like if you're over the age of 21, you can drink beer. If you're not, you can drink juice. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that example is still left there. So that, that's my claim to fame. I wrote some other examples that are still up there, but they're for legacy JavaScript functions. And and this is like when I was first learning. So I kind of like took like a slower path when I started learning all these things. And, and I wanted to make sure that I really, really felt ready. 
when it came to my first job. So I kind of asked myself what would an employer like really like in a potential candidate. And, you know, since we're in like, I'm, I'm, I'm from Orlando and then also Germans from Orlando. That's how we met. We actually met at tech meetups um, about two years ago. And then we just kind of became really good friends after, but I started to think to myself, like, if I want to become a, a developer who's constantly learning, someone who, who's constantly just able to deliver value and all these things, like, what would I do? So I just went to hackathons. And actually, me and German both have competed in, in a couple hackathons together. And we actually won in a few. I went to a lot of tech meetups and kind of learned about, like, all of these crazy concepts about IoT and backend development and database design stuff that like i just like i remember going to some of these meetings i just went out after an hour later and go like i have no idea what they just talked about for an hour (laughs) so there was that and then like as i was going through i started to like do demos of like little projects i was doing here and there mostly on codepen to the javascript meetup in orlando and it got like it got well received and people started like knowing more about me and I started to volunteer to actually do tech talks, even though I had my first job at this point. And I did my first talk on how HTML canvas and SVGs and CSS works, which is actually a, I think it's a pretty complicated like front end topic. And it took me like probably like a hundred plus hours to prepare for that, prepare for that slide deck because I knew nothing about it. And then I created a couple like projects that I used for like portfolio. One was like building my own like little like, 3D like engine of sorts using like HTML canvas where you can like draw cues and like more of an artistic fashion. So I just like kind of like made little projects here and there to like demonstrate like, okay, I understand this topic, I understand that topic. Here's something I built in React. And I, I once I felt like I had all that stuff ready, that's when I applied to my first job. And then going through that process was just horrible because I have never applied to a job in like five years. And the amount of times I got rejected was was pretty crazy. But like the, one company took kind of extended their hand to me and like asked me to do an interview. This was like one of a few companies. And it was actually a, it was also it was also a Laravel based company, um, just just like you German. And they asked me, you know, some questions about things I've done in the past as well as my background. And they gave me some like whiteboarding challenges as well, like. We can get into that into into a whole different episode, but that that's pretty much me. So for you, German, like once you once you got your first job, right? What was it like on the first day of work? Like, what did you? How did you feel? Like, were you anxious? Did you feel like you had to a lot learn, or did you feel overwhelmed? What were your like emotions and thoughts that day? My first day of job, I was actually pretty nervous. I did not know what to expect or what was going to be expected of me. Again, my interview was actually really, really quick, really quick. And it was just like, hey, can you, do you know some PHP? You know some Vue? A couple other, like, more like soft skill questions. And I guess this is where things kind of depend, right? Whether you end up at a bigger company with a more corporate type feel or like a complete startup, right? So at a bigger company, you're kind of going to get like walked in, orientated on everything. At a smaller company, you might just be told, here's a computer. We need this, this, and this. And that was basically what happened to me at my first job. So it was a small company of seven people. It was just actually three developers. Two, it was me and another guy that got hired, and then another guy because other the other developer had just left. And it was like, hey, we're building this uh, view React app to actually do some Facebook marketing type stuff. So I, it was basically I just jumping in my first day. I was like, okay, uh, set up your computer, 
here's the repo. Go ahead and get everything set up. And we're going to let me know when you're ready. We have a couple of tickets we can start jumping on. So like my first day, I was actually like pushing stuff up to production. So that was, it was pretty intense. It was just, to be honest, to be honest with you, it was like a company of seven and all three of us were basically junior developers. Our processes and things that we did were all over the place. Like originally, like we just kind of pushed to production, like directly. There was some other stuff we were just kind of like, like basically just FTP into the server. <laughs> like the worst horrible practices you can think of we used to do. And it, it ended up getting better as, as the things went on. How was your first day, Vincent, for your first job? So I, I think I think you were working at an agency, right, German? Uh no, for my first job it was not an agency. It was a complete that was like a little company that did Facebook marketing. All their stuff was like for in-house use, right? And there was some client facing stuff. We didn't have like clients that wanted development or something. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, so 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 my experience at my first job, it's a it's a little bit different just because like the I was working at a startup at my first job employment and I was actually the only job offer I had at the time. I was actually pending other interviews at the time. So getting that first job was actually cool. <laughs> but what it was like working at my first job, so the only thing I knew at the time was React. And they were actually using Laravel View as their stack, which I knew nothing about for either the front end or back end. So my first few, first few like weeks of my first job, or first few few days of my first job, was actually just straight onboarding, since I had to understand what the application does, as well as like what the user experience is like, and like who who's benefiting from it, as well as like how are they making money or how are they saving time and resources by building this project. So it was actually in the construction industry and I already worked prior in construction and restaurant construction. So I kind of had like, like interface experience in both, both sides. And that was kind of like a helping hand and actually getting the job in the first place because I had significantly less experience than all the other candidates out there. But my employer took a risk to me. When I first started there, it was like, okay, learning about what the, what the, company tell what it did and it took like literally two three days to do onboarding of like the software from the user perspective it wasn't even just about like development it was just like here's the introduction of what we do and how we do things and that took two three days after that it was like getting set up and like i didn't know like really that much about like how to get set up in terms of like their workflow process so we were using jira and i've never used jira before jira is a task management platform where someone assigns you a ticket and then you do that ticket and you have to estimate how hard it is. We use something called Agile or Scrum, which is like, okay, there's like 10 tickets. And we go through like each ticket one by one in a meeting and like figure out this ticket is worth three points. This one's worth five points. And they didn't even tell me what these points were worth. But like, I didn't know like how that translates to real time. And they wouldn't tell me. And I kind of just like had a ballpark vision in my mind of how long things should take after I saw some things being built out. Yeah, so so learning learning like the task management system, getting onboarded, learning how to do stand up was actually very difficult for me. Stand up is basically where you essentially stand up beginning of the day, and you talk about what you did previously um, in terms of like the tickets you're working on, what you're doing today. If you're blocked by anything, like being blocked is like, if can you accomplish your task or you have to wait for backend developer to add some fixes or the designer to add implementations of what sort of specs it should look like before it comes to you. And then like things you're gonna be working on today. And you have to do it every day. And like for me, it was like so hard to get into that mentality of like, how do I express myself in the shortest way possible? How do I 
explain what I'm working on, those little bugs that I come across without like getting straight to the point. Um, so that was very difficult for me starting out. And I also knew nothing about Vue either. So it kind of bummed me out because like I had to like spend like the first few weeks just watching YouTube tutorials and Udemy tutorials at work. And it looks really bad in our part if I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting paid to learn and not being constructive. So like I didn't even work on my first ticket or I didn't even like deliver a ticket until two weeks out. So that was my job. That was my experience in my first job. So for you, German, after having worked at your first job for like a couple a couple weeks, what did you feel that you had to learn at that first job? First thing we had to learn was obviously more view and more more of like the technical stuff, right? But also we ended up learning I ended up having to learn a lot more of the stuff stuff such as hey, um, again, there was this was like a brand new project, brand small we were like a small company, but also trying to figure out, hey, how can we actually structure this application to do what we needed to do? Um, so I kinda like took time like cleaning up the code base, trying to like trying to give it some sort of like like I guess architecture or some sort of structure, as well as talking to the people like working in the company trying to figure out exactly what we did. Because again, there's you mentioned it. Uh, there's a, there's a couple different levels of startups. There's the ones where you actually get some onboarding, and then there's the ones that have like the Russian approach to like um, to, like doing things. And if what I mean with that is like I don't know if you ever seen like like a World War II movie where mm-hmm. the Russians are fighting and just basically charged with no weapons. They're forced to. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's kind of what it was. That's kind of what it was. Or like basically it was like a Leroy Jen- Jenkins type uh, company. Oh my it's god. Like, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference, if case anyone doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was actually like learning different, like like the, tech, the technical, typical technical stuff, like hey, how can I get better at Laravel? Obviously, had uh, got myself a description to Laracasts, how to learn view a little bit better, so I can do more complex stuff. It was just kind of like a oh, so I guess the coolest. Sorry, excited about for a second. The coolest thing I actually had to learn was like how to set up like a proper pipeline to actually deploy stuff. Automatically, so you don't have to actually do like the stupid thing of FTP into a server or like going into the server and doing it manually. So we actually set up like a little small pipeline that would like on each change to master, it would actually do some tests for whatever tests we had, and then um, see if that passed and actually deploy the, the site or the the backend. We had like we had a couple back we had a backend server and then we had like a bunch of client applications that we did. Yeah, it was like handling all of that. We didn't do stand up. It was just kind of like. Get in, get to work, and hope for the best type situation. So yeah, that's kind of like how how it was for me. It wasn't until like I actually ended up getting my current job that we actually moved on to a more proper uh, like work structure. I moved into a more proper work structure, so I'm just having like proper sprints and all that stuff. And this is like, I want to notice a side thing is like points are like the weirdest thing when it comes to like agile because the points do not translate to an actual like. Time. It's just how much effort you need to put into something, which is weird because you really just want to be like, okay, how many hours translate into a point? But that's kind of really vary from place to place. And I guess it depends on what people call velocity. I don't know. So, Vincent, so from your first job, like, are you still there? Or yeah, did you switch to a different job? No, no, I mean, like, are you still your first job or did you switch to, ended up switching to a different job? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm at my, I'm at a different, different role right now. So, the first place I worked at was more of a startup vibe in terms of we were building a construction software for a specific type of application that was for internal use and then later on for selling off to other companies that were similar to the parent company that they're working at. Now I actually work at an agency so it's a lot more different in terms of like what the 
kind of like things that I have to do on a day-to-day basis, as well as like what stand-up is and how we estimate how long something takes to, to finish. So before we were, we were using story points to like, okay, this is like three points. So how much, how long does this translate to an actual development time? And I didn't know. <laughs> so, and nobody told me it was just kind of like, it, it was a system there to design to like secure away the time it takes to do something. So you won't feel pressured to get to that point and actually finish it at that exact time. But now I work at an agency so we actually do estimations by a little hours and minutes and like, okay, how long do you think this task will take? And you have to estimate how long you think it'll take for you to do it. And my estimations are always super off because it's so hard to predict how difficult the task is until I start working on it. That's my perspective. I've learned a lot since then from since like the first place I worked at as well as the second place or the place I'm currently working at. So yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much me. So German, if you had to tell yourself, you know, your past self, like improvements you could have made at your first job or things you could have told yourself when you were going to start off in the, the web development career, what are some things you would have told your past self in order to like help you out? To help out my past self, I would definitely be like, be more patient. Don't just take the first job that kind of falls at you because it might not be the best way to learn. For example, like at my first job, we basically failed at building what we were trying to build. Like it dragged on for like about six months and we, we failed miserably. Uh, but then again, what can you really expect from six, from sorry, from six, from three juniors trying to build something? I mean, we got decently far, we built something that was decent. But when I look back at it, I just cringe at the whole experience. If, it's, if you're coming in, try it. It's going to take longer. It's going to be frustrating to try to get a job at a, an established place that has like a decent reputation for bringing juniors in and showing them the ropes, right? And actually has some processes already in place. Just don't jump them straight into the fire. And as well as just don't try to learn everything. Just focus on one thing. That would be like my main advice. Uh, how about for you, Vincent? What advice would you, would you like to tell yourself? So most of my issues, I feel like really, it didn't come down to learning things, really came down to like properly learning about like the project management workflow, as well as like communication and making sure things are done on time and learning how to do stand up properly. So the things that I would tell myself is definitely just be more patient in terms of, you know, selecting, like for you, it was like selecting a job, but just like for me in general, just like figuring out like what tasks have to be done first and like kind of optimizing like what what things I should be doing up to that point in order to, to get the task finished. Kind of figuring out like how to be a better communicator in terms of like how to show progress to a potential my, my, my boss, my employer, like what's going on, as well as just kind of going with the status flow in terms of like what they have already. Because I came from more of a background where I was more doing product management before this and, and more construction management, managing like the design and construction of restaurants as well as their, their kitchen layout. So I kind of take it took a more like my previous role is more of a assertive type role where I'd actually have to go in the field and like actually talk to clients and kind of stand my ground on a lot of things. But going and transitioning to this to my first job was actually very difficult because it was a completely different change in mindset because I had to go from a managerial type thought process over to a individual contribution process. And that you know, caused a lot of conflicts that I could have really resolved just on my end. So what I would tell my past self is definitely just be more patient. Consider that processes are there for a reason, even if it doesn't really make sense at the time when you're looking at it. You see problems in the code base that don't really make 
that don't really make a lot of sense when you're reading it either. Like some of the comments are not so super where it should be. Some of the code patterns aren't very consistent across the board. And if if you just think about it from the developer's perspective, since I've had to do this many times, you have to cut corners sometimes. Like you can't be a perfectionist. Sometimes you just have to take the the dirt road, even though it's not the cleanest implementation. Because at the end of the day, you're solving a business problem. Like you're not there to code. You're there to solve actual features that something someone else needs. So um, keeping that in mind, that's what I would tell my past self is just make sure you understand that goal in mind for your boss, your employer, whatever. That yeah, that's all I tell myself. So so that that's it for me. Anything else you want to add, German? Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of it's kind of fresh uh, in my mind right now, but um. You kind of just mentioned it, especially for people that, that are like going straight into like the first job. Don't expect the code to be pretty. As the more I kind of realize, hey, we don't code for the sake of coding, we code just to actually solve a problem. So most like code bases in essence are what are basically like throwaway code bases. Every every code base is a throwaway code base because eventually it can be replaced with something better. So obviously try to keep good coding standards, but don't sweat it too much if you come into something that's like okay. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, so I guess we can actually move move to our next segment, which is like dessert time, where we talk about something that's going on in our lives that's either sweet, might not be a sweet dessert, might be a bit of a sour dessert, but it's just like a quick section where we can kind of just talk. So, um, so Vincent, tell me what's sweet in your life right now. So, so what's sweet in my life is I'm trying to learn just a lot of different like new hobbies and new trades and whatever. Uh, it's just kind of like what I like doing for fun. I like picking up something new and trying to learn how it works and, and kind of take those experiences and bring it over to other parts of my life or, or even into development or whatever. I have been really interested in learning how to skateboard um, because I've never been able to skateboard my entire life. And I went on like a snowboarding trip with some friends about a few weeks ago. And I really loved the, the whole feeling of just being on like a, on like a, on a deck and just, just being able to carve through the mountain or whatever. And now I'm back in Florida. It's like, there are no mountains. So, um, <laughs> next, next thing is the skateboard. So I, 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 I've been trying to learn for some time and I got, there's like so many different skateboard options out there. Like you can have like a standard 31 inch deck just like how long like the, 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 the length of the skateboard is. But then there's like cruisers, which are a little shorter, they're 27 inches. Then you have like penny cruisers, which are like 18 inches. And then you have like longboards, which are like 44 inches long. So they all have different like specs and like spans and how with how wide they are as well. And I, I bought the wrong deck starting out and I fell over like probably 10 times and I like bruised it my knee pretty badly because I didn't know what touch wheel I should have gotten. And I just ended up like having my skateboarding friend kind of tell me like, the ropes and the basics. I'm actually going to go skateboarding like right after this call, but it's been a fun experience. So I'm like in an apartment complex that I moved about six months ago and we're in quarantine right now. This is actually, we're recording this during COVID. So we have a rooftop garage in our apartment complex, it's kind of open and people work out there and whatnot. So I've been just going down the ramp <laughs> in my apartment garage, car complex. So it's been fun. I've been learning just like basic maneuvers, how to turn, how to lean back, how to lean forward. I haven't gone to like any tricks or anything. Yeah, that's me. Sounds fun, man. What about you, German? Well, just basically the past few weeks, I've been enjoying being a new parent. So it basically just boils down to being completely sleep deprived 24-7 at this point. <laughs> because babies for some reason like to sleep during the day, but once it hits like midnight, they're like wide awake, which is... Which is fun, but it doesn't. This this stage doesn't last forever. So I'm looking forward to 
when he levels up. I always like wonder if it's like a Pokemon that I have to get like a new or something to make him level up to like a different stage. Right now he's just basically like a, a magic card. <laughs> uh, so he's uh, gonna be a gear does, right? Uh, yeah, because right now it's just like, okay, come on, son, I wanna I wanna do stuff with you. It's like, nope, can't just laying down and sleeping. Uh so yeah, that's been my life. It's 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 a very interesting experience uh, to go through. But uh, yeah, lo- lots of legacy to be honest. <laughs> Have you learned anything? Or or what 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 were your like conceptions of like being a father as well as like now now where you're at today? What are things you, you did not realize that when you came into father? There's still a lot of things I don't realize because he's still really so he's pretty he's pretty easy to take care of, right? It's not like he's running around the house doing like stuff. Yeah. Or like has the money on his own yet. It's um it's really just taking care of him. But so far I was not expecting like I knew about the whole far fact that they don't really sleep through the night. I just didn't really think about like how that was actually gonna like affect me because I'm always like, hey, I don't go to sleep till four in the morning. It's whatever, it's already fine. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll be fine. Uh, but no, it turns out it's a lot different when you're actually like start getting super exhausted. And yes, you can fall asleep at four in the morning, and he's gonna wake up at six. You only slept like two hours. It's it's really interesting. Kind of regret not having a better sleep hygiene in my life. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of weird again, and it's weird too in our situation right now because we haven't left the house like in three months, four months at this point. How can we? Yeah, yeah, I haven't left that. I mean, I left the apartment to go grocery shopping, but I haven't really done much else since then. But this is like kind of like when the quarantine was supposed to end, but it's just kind of continuing to go on. It's like early, early, like mid May right now. And it's like, yeah, well, I'll just probably go out anyhow because it's going to be around for a long time. So that wraps it up. Thanks for tuning in to Coach Chefs. I'm your host, Vincent, and with me is Sherman. Bye. Thanks for dining with us on Code Chefs. We hope we satisfied your hunger. For show notes and more insider info on today's topic, visit our website at www.codechefs.dev. Plus, follow us on Twitter at CodeChefsDev. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and join us back here for the next one. Uh, Check, please.